on last week's Irrevelations. I'm going to point something out. This is kind of like if Benjamin Netanyahu went up to Europe and married Angela Merkel. The thing he asks for from God is the ability to pass judgment or wisdom. Put yourself there. All right. There's two prostitutes. They have a dispute. They decide to take it to small claims court, which for some reason is presided over by the king of Israel. It's the old switcheroo. So there's a man named Hiram, and he's the king of Tyre. Habitat for divinity. Huh? Whoa. Before we turn to the word, I would like to say that I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed and I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. Do you think we can ever do you think we can ever go back? Do you think this will ever Okay, here here's the question. Do you think society will recover from the new paradigm shift we're I mean, now? Obviously it in? will it will recover in one way will or the it? other. How different is it gonna look? I'm never gonna shake fucking hands again. Yeah, well why would you? Yeah. In fact, someone's going to go to shake my hand, and I'm going to aggressively spit on them and be yeah. like, that's what you were trying to do to my hand right now, fucker. <laughs> yeah. I'm going <laughs> to – I'm actually leaning f- forward into this and going to go full tongue from now on <laughs> instead of shaking hands. Yeah. I'm just going to lick their fucking eyeball be like, welcome to the Lick their face, play, like whatever. Yeah. 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 Whatever I can get a hold of. I'm a millennial. What are you going <laughs> to say? be a fucking Indian bus ride as far as I'm concerned. What does that mean? <laughs> Read the paper. Okay. I've never been on a... I don't do a lot of public transportation, so I just... Nor should you. Definitely not in India. Take your life in your hands. Stop! <laughs> Why? I hear that... Uh, <laughs> I hear that the pollution in India just... On a, on a good note, I hear that the pollution in India has dropped enough that they can like, see the Himalayans now. Like, they can see... Oh, everything. wow. Yeah. It's pretty wow. nice. Yeah, China was looking nice. Uh, a lot of the big cities in the U.S. I think. I think a lot of people are kind of getting this trial run on what it would be like after a mass global holocaust. Yeah. And a lot of people might be going, you know what, I kind of like it that way. Could be a lot less people. Oh, the needle's twitching yeah. towards that, for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a lot of people who like, you know what, it's like it's like anal sex, you know. You, it sounds horrible. Sometimes yeah. you get a little thumb up there, and you're like, okay, that wasn't uh, too bad. I might dive right in. Yeah, like, give me some coconut oil. Yeah, I'm ready for this. <laughs> I didn't think I would like it, and then now I can't get off any other way. Let's uh, let's sign up for it. Yeah, let's yeah. commit. We'll call it the we'll call it the uh, the Red New Deal. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, about it. Yeah. Uh, that would be fun. So I, I don't know. I wonder if that's part of it. Do you think? Do you think that people will be more like <sighs> about the purge, or do you, do you think we're going to be more violent as a society? More like you're going to see some guy rolling coal in Texas, and be like, you know, we just almost had rid of you guys. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. Um, honestly, the traffic around here isn't much different. Like on the handful of times that I've gone to get like curbside groceries or whatever, you know, like probably once, twice a week, I leave the house. Right. And uh, 
the interstate looks the same, as far as I can tell. Really? I I I can't tell because I've been a really really good boy regarding sure stay at home. I have well, I have to cross across the interstate to go get curbside groceries, right? Um, so I see it, but. I never have gone out during like rush hour. I guess it's always been like. Is there a even a rush t- hour anymore? Like it's not like people are going. That's to what work I'm saying. I don't know. Uh, like I go out. I normally schedule my grocery pickups for like nine. Okay. If and anyone's so wondering how to get to Grant. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can get. You can set up in the book the depository H-G-B right outside. No, there's a there's a book depository. There's a grassy knoll. You can set up anywhere you want. Yeah. Thanks for actually saying what city I live in. I really appreciate that. Um, no, I think that uh, I, I think that I haven't actually seen whether or not there is a rush hour, but for like nine o'clock traffic, it looked pretty heavy yeah. on the interstate, which did, that really doesn't make sense to me because uh, I don't know. I guess he, who knows? <sighs> Are you I, people going between Austin and San Antonio? I, I, I wonder how seriously to take it always. Uh, the public's by my house. They have like they taped little arrows so uh-huh. that it's unidirectional aisles now. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard so, a lot of places. Costco's doing that, right. I think. So I'm going down this one aisle. There was some goddamn fucking college kids going the uh-huh. wrong way on the aisle. Now, I knew this is a new God. paradigm, but now they're coming this way at me, and I had to do the whole thing where I stopped their cart with my foot yeah, and said, hey, you know what kind of people you are. And then- <laughs> <laughs> I like the boomer energy. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> goddamn fucking kids. Get the fuck out of here. There's a line. <laughs> I know you can't just swipe right on this fucking groceries, but you gotta get the. <laughs> I hope you eat ass better than you buy groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think people will still be eating ass after the virus is over? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if you were doing that, right? Then you're probably still shaking hands right now. <laughs> you're probably still you're probably still you kissing the earlobes and shit. If you were if you if you were eating ass before the plague. Yeah, you're eating ass now. I mean, I think that eating ass before the plague is the exact equivalent of shaking hands during the plague. Right. Like, same exact level of too much contact. Right, yeah. Like, when, like my neighbor, we helped him move his car, and he went for the handshake. And I was like, you want to fucking die, Uh, you old bitch? Wow. I was like, I was glad to help you, but now that you've tried to kill me. Well, kill herself, if you think about it. You're not going to die. I'll be fine. You've got a good, healthy heart. I've got a great heart. And lungs. You don't smoke? Don't smoke. I mean, you do have a lot of trash fires in your backyard. So right. Maybe but I stay far away. I get a bunch of <laughs> I fans. I think that counts so as into the next fucking county. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you will kill her. Let's hope. I mean, uh, nursing homes have been absolute, like, killing fields. Yeah. It's lately. basically Cambodia. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> I, think that, uh, I think that we are going to see some changes, though. I think that we'll probably... Like, like you were saying, like, who was it? Doctor Fauci was saying that there's not going to be handshakes anymore. Doctor Fauci was saying that we shouldn't have handshaking in the future. Yeah, that's which great. I can see. I th- you know, yeah, have the. I mean, it will be weird. What I don't know. I don't know. I think that there's no way boomers stop shaking hands, and they're the ones that run the world right now. So it's like, unfortunately, are you going to not shake their hand, not get a job? You know. Yeah, I I just like, hope it ends the fucking. I don't like to be touched. Period, but. The people that go in for the hugs when I don't really know them oh, that yeah. well, I well, hate no, that, that shit. Should, yeah. That should absolutely be in fucking, it. But I'm talking... The, the, the I'm cheek talking, kiss guys fucking hurt them. That's I, hot. I do wonder about the kind of uh, low-key molestation that nice guys used to get away with 
you know? Oh, like like our boy Joe B? <laughs> yeah, you know? We're just like, hey, what's up? Friendly massage. And you're like, man, get away from me. You want to get a fucking virus, you know? Yeah, yeah, you want to get stabbed a lot? Like when my when my girlfriend worked at uh, Universal Studios, there's um lots of those fucking pieces of shit. The guys that like are like, "Oh, hug time. Give me a hug. Give me a fucking yeah. hug. This is the closest I'll come to human contact for a while." For sure. Just this non-consensual hug fest. So, yeah, I hope those guys get got. Yeah, I hope well, that comes to an end. I guess to my point about the handshake specifically is that when I did, you know, recently did like my uh transition uh training when i was leaving the mil- military well coast guard whatever yeah, yeah 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 i was i was waiting for you to say now that i'm transitioning to civilian life and then i was gonna i didn't pounce, fucking say it i didn't say it hey i'm just a photographer all right I'm basically fucking, you're basically a fisherman harasser i'm the weakest ass of the troops right. all right yeah so anyways when i w- you still have to even then you have to go through like this whole transition training like hey get ready for civilian life <laughs> and uh that's a there was like an entire fucking block of it that was focused on handshakes and you should have heard the stupid fucking qu- i think i maybe even talked about this on the pod at one point about these people that are like uh well like whenever it's a woman i always want to shake her hand softer and he's like and the guy's like no shake everyone's hand the same he's like well it's just a matter of respect for her and like <laughs> everyone in class is like dude what are you fucking talking like you could just shake people's hands all yeah. the same and he couldn't come to terms with it he's like no you gotta go softer on women and it I don't yeah, know. we so point, we did talk about that. It's not it's not yeah. even about him like asking a question. It's him trying to convince everyone else. Hey, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah, that you have to be soft with women when you're but, white knight and like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like I just respect her too much. I, but the point is that there was an entire block of this thing that was just about handshakes. That's like how important it is. I feel like in the corporate world, through my distorted viewpoint, obviously I don't fucking know. I've never. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I believe in crushing the fucking paw. You know, when I okay. go in for a fucking handshake, it's a fucking grip. Yeah, man, women, children, doesn't fucking, matter. Dogs. What it is. I'll grab anything that gets close to me. I'll grab his fucking elbow and just crank that shit. Hey, yeah. where do you think you're going? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what would be cool is if we brought back, like, uh, Viking-style handshakes where you go elbow to elbow, you know, or like that? Oh, yeah, the forearm, no forearm, for, yeah, the for, full forearm. forearm, forearm grab, yeah. Because that's, cl- that's going to be cleaner. Because then it's not hand to hand. I don't hand- think so. Because I always sneeze into my fucking elbow. Hmm. Yeah. You know? Well, no. What the sneeze you're, you're into grab- left elbows? You're grabbing. You're grabbing. Gra- uh, no. Ground zero. No. You sneeze into left elbows. You shake with right elbows. See, what I do is because I'm so worried about crushing women's hands. I keep my left hand <laughs> in a glove filled with lotion. So whenever okay. a woman comes to shake my hand, I gently pull you, off my slippery, wet fucking left hand. I go, no, 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 we're using try, this one. You try yeah, it yeah. off a little bit? That's no? how you show yeah. fucking respect. Then she she comes back away from it. Her left hand reeks of lavender. Fuck yeah. I mean, some You're cultures, they, uh, some cultures they wipe their ass with their hand. Oh. And so you're not supposed to. It's like a huge insult if you try and shake with your right hand or left. One of them. I know one of the hands is like taboo. And, uh. <laughs> Well, the Middle East. At least you've got that down. At least you know one of the hands is taboo. Yeah, well, probably important to know which one. But that, and you're not supposed to show them the bottom of your shoes. Oh, yeah. Well, they're I don't a bunch know why backwards hicks. <laughs> well, my, the reason I know this is because desert savages. Well, for what? For okay, for one, yeah. We're, <laughs> they told us that like in a cultural indoctrination training. Yeah, but then yeah. I'm at a uh, theater. Okay. A really nice theater in Bahrain with a couple friends, and my dumbass buddy decides that he's going to shine his shoes 
during the movie, like while we're watching. The movie. <laughs> Okay. Like he bought a shoe shine kit. Okay. And it's just like it's like he's not in uniform or anything weird like that. He's just it's like his leather boat shoes. Right. Like frat boy shoes. So he props them up on a chair <laughs> and starts shining his shoes. And people freak the fuck out on him. <laughs> it was really funny. It was one of those things. I, I can't think of a I can't think up. of a, a version of that happening in the US. You know? I uh, I feel like I feel that way when I see women breastfeeding. I just like I just I just want to get a fucking fire hose and hit them like those 1960s protesters. Why? You know? I just want to the sick a dog gotta, on them. Wait, I'm curious. Wait a second. Are you serious? No, I'm fucking serious. I love it. Okay, I don't <laughs> know, dude. <laughs> uh, whatever. I, that's one of the few things I like breastfeeding whenever, wherever. I'm just fucking with you. I, don't I, I like normally, to be I don't like normally clarify jokes. I'm usually okay to yeah, write yeah, about, yeah. but breastfeeding's important. Your kids uh, are going to come out retarded if you don't. <laughs> when I see a woman breastfeeding, I'm like, ma'am, do you realize that any of that milk gets in my mouth and you have AIDS? I got it, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so welcome to the Let's Revelations read the Bible. podcast. Yeah. yeah. We're here These to read the Bible, folks. Facts. <laughs> uh, we're the bi- We're the podcast that reads the Bible so you don't have to. I'm Grant Voiced. I'm Cole Delusky. And we're on episode 82 yeah. this week. Just pumping out the content. And I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. This is the second time we've recorded this episode. (laughs) No, no. They they wouldn't know. No, 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 no. I can own up to my mistakes. All right. Yesterday we recorded. Okay. And I Well, we didn't record. Sorry. One of us recorded. We talked yesterday. Cole recorded. I didn't. I had lots of good Friday the 17th jokes making fun of Italians that you'll never get to hear now because yeah, they don't are, make sense. Those are dead, yeah. Because now it's Saturday the 18th. And it was obviously going to release on Sunday the 19th, so it was never going to make sense. Yes, it anybody. was because I said in the episode that we didn't, I didn't record, okay, we're recording on Friday the 17th. Right. So it made... Honestly, the bigger waste of time than us recording an entire episode without actually hitting the record button is the time we're spending now... Well, you know, I just want to apologize your f- to you. Retardation. Uh, I wasted your time. Yeah. I'm you know? very touched by your heartfelt apology. Oh, you're going to be. <laughs> okay. So, uh, anyways, let's talk about this episode. Where are we? We're in First Kings. Specifically, we're on Chapter 6. Hell now, yeah. Now, if you, if you didn't listen to the last episode because you're weird. Yeah, why or would you? it's been a long time or whatever, let's just give you a little quick recap. Basically... Solomon has recently taken over the state of Israel. He's running the show. And most recently, he was gathering um, basically reagents to put together a temple. So he's got he's got uh, wood coming out of Tyre. He's got quarries that he's staffing with slaves to make him uh, big-ass blocks of stone. Key, key elements, uh, yes. Yeah. You can't build anything without either wood or rocks. For those of us who have listened to the entire podcast and know, you know, about the Bible and are good people yes. for it, uh, this is basically the Tabernacle Part Two, and I hate it. It so. is, yeah, it's Tabernacle, but more permanent, right? So the Tabernacle, yeah. they were wandering, wandering all over the desert. They could break it down, put post it back up pretty quick. They had all these dudes designated to carry it. Uh, Levites, right? Yeah, Levites. Yeah. And- it's the equivalent of being like one of those like dirty like camp girls that just lives out in the woods, and then it's time to move into an actual home. Well, no, her trust fund finally for. she gets access to her trust fund. Okay, yeah. basically, yeah. Wait, were you making a joke about my wife? <laughs> <laughs> 
anyway. It's like bringing in that scamp home. Like, all right, you can you can be showered and have a roof over your head. You know, uh, you get a puppy now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, anyways, chapter six. Let's talk about it. We've, like I said, Solomon's got all his his bullshit gathered up now. It's time to actually build a temple. Um, so, yeah. what do we know right now? Well, we know that it's been 480 years since Israel came out of Egypt. We know that it's the fourth year of Solomon's reign. And we know that it is the month of Ziv, which coincidentally is also right now in real life. I wonder, I feel like these are all part of that sort of that tapestry that people try to explain the age of the earth type bullshit. Oh, yeah. I feel like even Solomon, we're not exactly sure when he reigned. We have a window kind of we yes. know some of the other people that he's talking to and about and these other kingdoms and stuff like that that kind of piece it together but we know it was 480 years since egypt egypt was like 400 years since joseph and maybe then there and there's a lot of dispute of, about that but yeah that's, I mean, that's kind of that's the from running, the bible that's what the bible the prevailing says. Yeah. the prevailing theory but that's according to the bible it's been like 880 years since no, joseph a, i don't want to be that guy right now but it actually doesn't technically say that. And the oh thing is God. that there's these crazy people that think that it was only one generation. Well, they're, but they're fucking stupid and they don't read the Bible. They don't listen to this podcast. That's how I fucking know. They definitely don't. Li- I will give you that. They do not listen to this podcast as a fact. And they deserve to die for it. What it well, how, funny would, how funny would it be? <laughs> how funny would it be, though, if it turned out that all, you know, dozen or so of our listeners were pastors? <laughs> <laughs> And they were using us to make lesson plans. <laughs> it would be funny. Uh, it, it definitely said it was like 400 years. Wasn't that like Exodus 3? No, we covered this. and th- It was something. I really loved that con- that like weird theory that it was only a, a single generation. Um, so I remember digging into it and looking it up. And it, it was plausible. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, we, we did all that math. I'm just saying I could have sworn in the Bible it said it was 400 years from Joseph to, well, to Moses. Sound dumb. Right now. All right. Um, so, yeah, it's been 480 years since they left Egypt. So think about everything we've seen since then. Wandering the desert, uh, Joshua, um, all the different judges like Solomon, and we had Gideon in there, all those crazy people, Ruth, all the way up to Saul and David and blah, blah, blah. So half of a millennium. 480 roughly. years of rape and murder and general genocide yeah. against yeah. their neighbors and stuff like that. More or less. And they're probably um, well-loved for it, probably well-esteemed in their neighborhoods. I mean, oddly enough, you're not wrong at right. this point. Yeah. Solomon is doing pretty well with the people. In fact, he's lauded regionally for being such a chill-ass dude. They very his, rarely hit children with rocks. Yeah, well, you know, his dad got to do <laughs> his dad got to do all the killing. And now he gets to kind of sit back and be like, "Oh no, I'm the cool guy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was my dad. He's like, he's like, he's like, Mister David was my father. <laughs> you know who? You know what it reminds me of is Solomon is like William Barr. He gets to be the the uh, U.S. Attorney. Right. You know, hang out, prosecute people. I guess I don't know what he does. His dad got to uh, bring up a young Epstein. Okay. Uh, from from relative. Uh, nothingness, poverty, into uh, one of the, the greatest sex traffickers that makes the whole world go around, right? Right, yeah. I mean, think about all the stuff we wouldn't have if it wasn't for Epstein brokering deals on his island right. between nations. Like, a yeah. lot of the peace on Earth is because of Jeffrey Epstein. I'm so, willing to say that those are all facts, yes. They're probably, yeah. you know, probably Putin, Bill yeah. Clinton for sure. 
World War Trump's Three, Four, and Five would have happened, I think, without if it hadn't been on the backs, blood, and general semen of children. Yeah. Oh well, they're like teenage girls. They're like upper levels. Of te- it's upper levels of teenagers. Okay. <laughs> I- I'm just telling you, if you're if you're followers of the Bible, you're pro child brides and sex correct. slaves. You know, that's just correct. This is all you cannot. Actual, you, yeah. you have to choose one. I like the Bible, or I hate Jeffrey Epstein. You can't pick. You both. can't pick. You can't pick both. You know, if Solomon were alive today, he'd have his own fucking private jet. Taking oh, himself yes. to the fucking Lolita Express. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So <laughs> let's continue talking about building the temple now at long last. Um, let's let's look at the, the basic size of it. So the, it, the Bible rolls straight into, after telling us how long it's been, it rolls straight into the dimensions of the overall temple. It is roughly 90 feet long, 30 feet wide, and 40 feet, 45 feet high. So... Not a huge building. So we're talking like four stories tall. Okay. Pretty big. Um, and then, you know, 90 feet long. You can kind of picture that. Uh, it's modest, I guess, for what you would expect. For the like, house oh, of fine. God. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're finally putting together the house of God that's been talked about and planned. You know, it's been like kind of. Uh, I kind of wonder how it competes with like Greek gods at the time. Like oh, yeah. there was like the Hall of Athena or some shit. Like the Parthenon and all that shit. Yeah. I don't know. Are you Googling how big the Parthenon is? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the Parth- was the Parthenon? I don't even know. I'm just going to Google Zeus fucking, fucking temple. Know. Apparently, Pasunius, I'm not even going to try, some Greek fuck, uh, visited <laughs> the temple of Zeus in the 2nd century AD and say that the temple's height was 68 feet tall, 95 feet wide, and 230 feet long. So, so, like, twice the size and then yeah, some. That's fucking... More than twice the size of this temple. So, Greeks they versus like, Jews, that's another win for the Greeks. Yeah, and this they would this would, the Greeks would have been a little bit after this period, but not much. It's about and, 500 years. Yeah. Was um, when the construction was started on uh, Temple Zeus. It's not a competition. Later. Yeah, it's 470 BC. It's a competition. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Who loves their god more, Solomon? Well, yeah. You were those also, filthy, hairy-shouldered Greeks. Also, let's point out that the Greeks had, like, how many gods? Dozens? A bunch, yeah. Yeah, and so this is just one of theirs, right? <laughs> so then you, then you also have the Parthenon, which is, oh, by the way, 228 feet by 100 feet. Yeah. So also the same size as the Zeus's temple. So they had, not only is one of their temples bigger, but then they have, like, a fucking dozen of them. It is a little bit shameful, Jews. The Hebrews are getting shitted on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you the got Greeks. the one temple, and you can't even compete? Yeah, I think I'm going to have to convert to some Hellenistic religion. Yeah, probably. Greek Orthodox, I think. <laughs> anyway. Stupid that shit. works. Anyway, okay. so let's talk more about the so temple. So that's the size of the temple. Yeah. Um, it also, it's it then starts breaking episode. down all these different, uh, the different floors of it, the different, there's a bunch of different interior interior specs that we don't really care Do about. Do we care? Why is this in the Bible? Who gives a I shit? I don't know. Like, well, it's that way. One day someone's going to build a sweet one in like Missouri, and it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, they're going to need all this. I hope. I hope. I hope some dumb asshole in Arkansas bankrupts himself trying to make this stupid shit. Yes, again, that would be, uh, that'd be hilarious. Uh, here's a weird fact: in building the temple, it says in verse seven, only blocks dressed at the quarry were used. Dressed meaning shaped, um, 
and no hammer, chisel, or other iron tool was heard at the temple site while it was being built. So they built this thing like quietly. They did all the cutting of the different planks I'm imagining of the stones. Everything was prefabricated, brought to the temple. No construction sounds. Right. It's kind of peaceful. It's kind of cute. It's like uh, if they had to make a temple in like a uh, quiet place, you know, if they were in yeah. <laughs> the quiet place temple. I like it. Uh, I don't know. I think it's dumb, but we, we, we had this whole conversation. I don't understand it. Like, I guess it's cool, but to me, it's just more artifice. You know, I remember like one time we were playing cards in the church waiting for like something to happen. Like we had like an hour to kill. Someone pulled out some cards. We were playing like war, like some stupid fucking game. And the priest's like, hey. Not in the church, all right? And I was like, I don't think that's <laughs> in the Bible. Yeah, asshole. what the fuck, dickhead? Like, who gives a shit? Like, you think God's you're like, hey, is someone using cards, pieces of paper with numbers on them? God damn. Like, it, it just seems to me like it's a little bit, like, overly protective. Like, oh, God's not going to want to hear clanking. Well, so to s- splice that out a little bit, um, that isn't in the Bible. You're right. I mean, definitely there's some stuff about gambling, I think, or cast- whatever. But... This is in the Bible. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just seems, well, I know, but it's not like God went to Solomon and was like, hey, mate, you better sure. keep it quiet. That you're aware of. Like, I God, mean, there? It, it took God hundreds of years to even hear a bunch of Jews crying out in slavery. You think he is going to be bothered by a, the sound of some the smug look on your fucking face right now? The potty is clear. But my point is, is that. Um, you know, whatever. Who gives a shit? You know, like, uh, God's generally been kind of uncaring what the Jews are up to on a day-to-day basis anyway. Yeah. Suddenly he cares yeah. about the sound of, of stones being fashioned for his own house. God's a prick. It, I think that it was because Solomon lived nearby and he didn't want to fucking hear it. And everyone <laughs> hated him for it. They're like, God damn, we got to, you know, every time that a stone doesn't quite fit right, we got to <laughs> ship it back to the quarry to be recut. <laughs> got to go across town for it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It. To me, it'd be like you have this guy living with you, and he's generally just a piece of shit. You just hear him yelling the N-word while he's playing Xbox upstairs. And then he's just been bitching, bitching, bitching. Hey, man, can you guys, uh, like, replace this window? It's a little bit drafting. Like, all right. And he's like, but I also don't want to hear or see the craftsman while you're doing it. I'm like, ah, jeez. I like that in your analogy, the guy upstairs is God. <laughs> Just God playing Xbox and yelling the N-word. That is God. That's the God I know from the Bible. He's he's not a good dude. Very cynical. Uh, I mean, if anyone made the N-word, it was God, technically. Uh, let me just put this out there. If God were applying to Harvard, they would rescind his admissions once his Discord chat was made public. I'm just saying. No doubt. Once it was discovered that he killed uh, millions of Jews, so... <laughs> Not God's very guy. anti-Semitic. He doesn't belong. Yes. It's proven. It's proven. Doesn't right really here. deserve a nice house. Anyway. No. Okay. Continuing. Um, so the next stuff is really boring. It tells you about the beams of cedar that are in the overhead of the temple. It tells you about God coming down to him and saying, so God com- comes to Solomon and says, listen, for the temple you're building, you follow my decrees, you follow my laws, keep all my commands, and I'm going to fulfill for you what I promised to David. Um, and basically I'm going to let you guys run this shit. You know, I'm going to, I'm never going to abandon you. I'm going to, I'm going to be lit this time. I mean it, yeah. you know, this but time- it has the caveat of you have to obey me, which I guess is kind of an easy out for God. Cause he's yeah. to me, it's like when you can't afford a Christmas gift for your child. So you're like, Hey, listen, you know, Santa's the one that gets you your gift. And if you've been good, You'll get a gift if you've been naughty. 
you won't get a gift. You know, you'll get a piece of coal. And then, like, yeah, you yeah. see him get a D on one of his reports. Like, oh, thank God. Yes, I can't wait to fucking drop this. I mean, I, I gave him the idea that there would be a gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, But yeah, I yeah. have made the rules so strict. There's no way in hell I'm going to have to shell out for that kid. Exactly. Because if there's one thing God doesn't want to do, it's bless his people. Now. Is God Continue. all-knowing? I mean, I, uh, this is too much, too deep. But the whole point is like, hey. It, no, such, no, baby, it, there's it, no too deep. <laughs> there's the, it's the tabernacle all over again. He's like, if you guys are good, and if you follow the commandments, and if you walk in my way without falter, I will live amongst you as a murder cloud next door to you. Yeah. Yes. And I'll just hang out with you, and you'll get all the great things I give you, which is very little. But Yeah. You know, it's not – he knows they're not going to fucking do it. He knows they're pieces of shit. Yeah, it's like if uh, a tiger came to you and was like, hey, I'm going to live inside your house mm-hmm. as a tiger god and maybe scratch you, kill you, whatever, eat your food in front of you. Sometimes like, totally. I will allow you to pet me and purr. Uh, Great well, no, food. No, I, I was getting to the benefit. <laughs> He's like, maybe I'll dinner cuck you. I'm going to eat your steak right off your plate. Okay. But – any fur that I shed, you may use to make arts and crafts. <laughs> Genuine tiger fur. But and yeah, some yeah, pets. Yeah, like and that. some pets. But okay, so we're continuing. More shit about how to build it. The interior walls are lined with cedar boards. There's paneling, yada, yada, yada. What's cool is that there is a, a, a line by line on how to do all of this, how to rebuild it. And a lot of people have tried. There have been, like, there's a lot of homages to this temple in Mormon architecture in some places in Arizona. There's a supposed replica in Brazil, although it's totally not to scale and fucked up. It's stupid. Why is it so um, hard to make an exact replica? Is it because it's kind of boring? I don't know. We'll find out whenever I make our sweet Revelations Minecraft server later and rebuild <laughs> everything from the Bible. I was thinking um, we should just go out in the woods, buy a plot okay. of land. <laughs> and, re- and build Bible and build land? build a temple, yeah. And then just maybe get some helpers. Honestly, a satirical, bi- a satirical Bible land would be pretty fucking awesome. Wouldn't it be kind of funny if we had, like, a satirical cult? <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> and then we satirically committed ritual suicide. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like, uh, like, they, like there's a bunch of people walking around with their heads shaved, and they're all fucking eunuchs and shit. And NBC's yeah. like, what is this? I'm like, it's a fucking joke, bro. It's fucking great. Yeah. These are my 30 joke wives. <laughs> <laughs> Top 10 pranks. Gonna go joke suck my dick later. <laughs> I, one of the things that <laughs> um, one of the things that's interesting is that they use like all these different type of wood. Like the boards are made of cedar. The fucking rods are made of acacia. They're, they're gonna mention doors made out of olive wood or whatever. Yeah, blah blah blah. Is Solomon just flexing that he knows so much about trees? Yeah, that's right, because he's a tree guy. <laughs> he's very wise. He knows yeah. all the things about trees. We touched on that last app, but. Yeah, yeah, he has, like, just, some sort of weird, like, flora, fauna, Asperger's Yeah, that's you know, working out for him pretty it's well. Like, it's like I knew this guy who, like, studied meteorology in college. Like, what a fucking nerd. But, like, every time uh, we'd be hanging out, he's like, see those clouds? Cumulonimbus. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I like, even no know one that, cares. though. Yeah, jeez. What, you, you saw a couple episodes of Magic School Bus? You think you could flex on me? <laughs> that's how yeah, I feel I have, this. Hey, s- sidebar, but I have no respect for weather people. <laughs> no, um, nor should you. Not it. Not at all. And the same way that uh, I have don't respect for like uh, like palm readers and psychics. And yeah. Shit. yeah, yeah, they're just monkeys dancing for us. Okay, so uh, <laughs> continuing. Oh, fun fact I want to point out. Um, right now, where this temple was built in Jerusalem, the Dome of the Rock stands, right? It's an, uh, a Muslim heritage site. Uh, it's a, a mosque, I guess. And 
a little fun fact is that whenever, uh, I guess the Crusaders were there, they saw the Dome of the Rock. They assumed that it was built as kind of a replica of the temple. Uh-huh. And so there's all these uh, Catholic religious sites throughout Europe that are based on the Dome of the Rock. <laughs> <laughs> because they thought it was the temple. <laughs> Did a little sneaky on you. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Allah's all up in your girl. Right. So that's fun. Funny all right. Going on, it starts talking about the inner sanctuary. That's Everything is basically overlaid with gold. It's like a mafia mistress's dream. It's really true. tacky bullshit. Yeah, um, gross. I, I mean, imagine, imagine a leader who lives in a house just overlaid with tacky fucking gold. You know, and it's just like, he's just, he's just like, yeah, this is where I live. You like how everything's covered in gold? By the way, people are dying out there from starvation, but at least I'm cool. Cool up in here. Yeah, I've got cheeseburgers for days. Uh, <laughs> good, good, good. So it's it's gross. Um, there's a giant. There's two giant angels that are like 15 feet tall. Covered in gold. That's kind of cool. Yeah, golden angels, 15 foot tall gold angels stretching out across this entire interior. Um there's like all these carvings of palm trees and flowers and also stuff in the wood. Also covered in gold, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's very. I mean, a lot of a lot of work went into this, um, for sure. And the rest of the the rest of this chapter just kind of goes on and is describing some of these uh, elaborate uh, ar- architecture and artwork put in to make this thing what it is. Um, so as we said, the the chapter wraps up. It's like as a reminder, this happened in the fourth year of uh, the month of Ziv fourth year into the reign of uh, Solomon. And it was not done until the 11th year in the eighth month. So it took just over seven years for them to build the entire temple, but they're done. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. Seven years later, seven years later. All right, SpongeBob. So that's chapter six. Now chapter seven. So we know now where God lives, right? God's temple exists. Right. But what about our boy Solomon, right? Right. He needs a house. He can't live in the temple. It's God's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so now we find out in the first verse of chapter 7 that Solomon spent 13 years building his palace. <laughs> right. Of course. Of course. And, and, I, and I get it. You know, it's like when you're like buying gifts for your girlfriend. It's your fucking money. So you're going to get yourself the switch, the normal switch, and she's going to get correct. the switch light. She should be happy with that. She should stop fucking she complaining. Should. You know, she should be okay. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, <laughs> women, if you're listening, you should be okay with this. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have a switch beforehand. Don't try to compare it to my switch. You know, like, God, you've got a house. It's covered in gold. Not as big as my house. But, you know, it's like you were living in a tent beforehand. Again, I'm just going to say, girls don't know the difference anyway. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you, you were living can in tell a, a switch from a switch light. <laughs> if you were just living in a tent beforehand, be happy with what you've got. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> So this goes into the description of Solomon's palace, which is, again, much greater than God's palace. It's almost eight stories tall. Um, It's this huge, huge building. Um, He builds it with, uh, let's see, I'll I'll, I'll give it specifics. It's eight stories tall. It's 150 feet long and about 70 feet wide. Oh, no, sorry. it's It's only the same height. I was looking at the width. So it's the same height as that temple, I guess. That's cool. But it's about twice as big as far as like area goes, square footage. And what I mean, what's the biggest thing you look for when you're buying a house? Square footage. Square. You want that square footage. You want to flex. Get us. You got to flex your square footage. I tell anyone who'll listen. <laughs> yeah, you're you're a real square footage guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm like, hey, you see this kitchen? I'm like, yeah, sixty square feet, bro. 
This is thirty. This is thirty square foot. Yeah. Like that's only five by six. <laughs> it's, it's a small prison cell. <laughs> I like. Uh, I walk in there, piss it. I come up behind them. You see how tall the ceiling is in this bathroom? <laughs> pretty fucking. You, can just, you can't even spit on it. Watch. Pretty, try. Pretty, try. <laughs> pretty fucking. Just comes cool. right back out on you. Yeah. Uh, so the next part of this is is describing kind of the different elements. So I'm not going to go into all the bullshit measurements, but. What the palace is made up of is basically a throne hall, right? So that's where he goes and sits on his throne, I guess. have that. Uh, He's got the justice hall, which is where he holds court, which is a big deal for Solomon. Here's the thing. Mm. Every time I've ever seen a throne room in a show or a movie, it's also kind of like the justice hall, right? Yeah, I don't know what the difference would be. Like, it'd be weird if, like, I'm sitting throne and someone runs up and like, hey, your honor, you have to hear this. Some guy's trying to kill my babe. I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up. We're going next door to another identical room with the same chair. Yeah, yeah. But like, this, this, is where I, this is where I sit. That's where I sit and I can talk. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, He's yeah. like, you see what you're standing on? That's cedar. It's cedar. <laughs> we don't talk business on cedar. You have to go over to the fucking Terrabin room. All right. <laughs> Indeed. Fucking idiot. So he's got his throne room, his hall of justice, um, and he also has a palace. So a palace within the palace, which is his actual residence. And then, because they're extra as fuck, his wife, the princess of Egypt, has her own identical palace to his, also in the back corner. So there's like these two little back mini palaces within the bigger palace that serve as residences. I'm assuming because how many concubines does he end up having? Can, uh, it'll explain, uh, I think, in chapter 10, chapter 9. He's got okay. 300 concubines. Yeah, so you got to have plenty of spaces for those concubines. We'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I guess my question, if you were God, Check. and you were like, <laughs> and you've got this house, and you're like, oh, that's cool. And then you see that Solomon's got his own bigger house. Yes. And then you see that his Egyptian wife has a, the same size house. Okay, I was okay with. You know, I wasn't that jealous of you, but you're going to give this fucking Jip chick a bigger house than me? Yeah, it's insulting. Honestly, yeah. if I was God, I would f- fucking flip the table over. <laughs> See, I don't know. Like, for instance, I once hired a hobo as an au pair, and it, she was just constantly like, oh, this isn't a big enough house for me. I'm like, you were living under a bridge. <laughs> uh, She's like, this she- is a shed. And I'm like, it's got a fucking bed. I mean, it's a I'm fucking curious. sleeping bag, but just clean the fucking kitchen. Shut the fuck up. You, I pulled you out of the rain, and all I hear is complain, complain, complain. Let me go. Let me go. You're hurting me. Whatever, you know? <laughs> cool. <laughs> if it works for you, it works for her. And she did not do a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. Mostly just spent her time chained up in the she shed like She mostly just spent her time having AIDS. <laughs> Why did she have AIDS? Because oh uh, so she's cheap. homeless. She shared needles. I right. got you. That probably did bring down the price, though. I bet if you found like a professional one, a professional way more money. Yeah. No, a professional <laughs> au pair. The they about? exist. All right. I saw a fucking guy. He was panhandling on I four. I saw him get into his Range Rover, drive off. I was like, he must do it for professionally. He's yeah. just better than hey. the normal hobos. You know what the guidance counselors always say is stick to what you're good at. So yeah. clearly, he's good at that. Yeah. So. Uh, let's please continue. <laughs> Do what you love, the money will come. That guy must love giving BJ's under the overpass. <laughs> yeah, well, it's everyone has a thing, Cole. Uh, okay, so there's all these structures, right? 
And it now we're talking about their eaves, and we're talking about the stone being cut and smoothed and all that. It's a bunch of bullshit. And then it goes on to the temple's furnishings. So it's kind of weird. We talked about the temple, right. and then we had like a small little paragraph on the palace that got built. Now we're talking about the temple again. So there's this dude in Tyre, and his name is Haram. You may have heard of him. Haram is uh, the yeah. His mom is a Naphtali of the Naphtali tribe. I haven't heard of his them for a while. Yeah, right. Probably since like I don't think Egypt. we we haven't heard of Naphtali. Yeah, since Egypt. There was since he. Yeah. I don't even know if they had land divvied out to them. I think at the end of Joshua, he briefly was like, and Naphtali gets whatever's left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, she's of the Naphtali tribe. His father, um, who is dead now, was a master craftsman, and apparently he inherited all of the craftsmanship. He is, it says, uh, blessed with all types of knowledge from God on how to make things out of bronze. So, cool? I don't know. Yeah, he's a good bronze guy. Bronze He's guy. a metalsmith. We're going to talk about him for a while. There's a lot of fucking talk about bronze. It's really, really important that the word of it God is. include like 17 paragraphs about bronze. It's so frustrating. Uh, the first thing he builds is kind of cool. It's two bronze pillars. Uh, they're both 27 feet tall and 18 feet wide. That's a bit of a chode uh, pillar. Yeah. It, it are, they're chode-ass pillars. I like uh, a good yeah, thick pillar. I, don't, I, I think it's more important than length. If your girth is two thirds of your length, right, you're you're gonna fucking do some. Damage. They used to call it two kid harab. Got a fucking pillar like two coke cans. <laughs> Honestly, like one coke can actually. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's cool. Uh, yeah. I, I think these are kind of cool. They're freestanding pillars. I mean, I don't know, like how good they were at this time. I don't know if it was important. They're like, holy shit, you got that guy is able to stack a pillar and it doesn't fall down. You know, yeah, you throw some impressive. sand down, you can just stick something in there. I don't know. It's wild. Pretty cool. Well, I don't think it was sand. It was probably like, I wonder if they were hollow. It doesn't say, does it? I mean, They're probably hollow. There's no way solid? that they had that much bronze. It's impossible. Hmm. Right? Hmm. What would be the volume on that? Can you crunch those numbers? No, I don't want to. I mean, I'm I could. Gonna- it's pi times the <laughs> diameter times the height. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Anyways, it's a lot of bronze. Even if it is hollow, it's still a lot of bronze. So then it goes on to describe all the shit that went into uh, decorating. So they have a network of uh, chains. They've got a fuckload of bronze pomegranates, right, decorating the top. Yeah, like, it looks like pomegranates. Little, fruits, yeah. little pomegranate fruits. Cool. Um, just, again, tacky as fuck. There's uh, all kinds of, like, lilies made out of bronze, like little flowers. It, and, it, uh, it really feels like when you make, like, a presentation for school, and you're like, okay, I only have the three slides, but those three slides are going to have every fucking after effect in the book, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just things are, like, fading in and if, dissolving and wiping. If these and, pillars could give you epilepsy, they would. Yeah, yeah, and might have if you walked fast enough around yeah, you're them. You're like, fuck, so many pomegranates, you just explode. All right, should we pretty much skip the rest of this and go to the, uh, the yeah, summary of no what all you made? No one's going to care. It, there, there's a big-ass pillar. There's something on top called a capital. It's all bronze. Blah, he did blah, that blah. shit. He made a bunch of stuff. It's cool. But the one thing that's noted is that the pillars are named, and they're Hyakin and Boaz. Um, there's some idea that maybe Solomon named these after his children. I guess he has children that are named Yakim and Boaz, but also they're just really common names. Yakin, pronounced Yakin, uh, uh-huh. stands for he will establish, and Boaz means 
in God is its strength. So, I don't oh, know. Just, well, that's fun. Yeah, it's like it's like when like people name their kid Jesus or whatever. You know, it's probably not. Yeah, they're probably yeah, referencing yeah. something. Something. It's hard to say. <laughs> so let's read. Uh, let's read the the final accounting of everything that Haram put together. We're not going to go into all the stupid details of how he did it, but there's two pillars, two bowl shaped capitals on top of the pillars. Uh, two sets of networks decorating the two bowls, 400 pomegranates, 10 stands with 10 basins, a C, a bronze C with 12 bowls. It's under like a it. giant bronze washing bowl, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, with bowls all around it. So we're talking some deep, deep pagan lore going yeah. on here. Again, by the way. keep it in that theme of bulls and horns and blood and places to wash yep. off after you've killed animals. Fun shit. This is an ancient Semitic god that we're talking about of uh, pagan origins. And then also uh, a bunch of pots and shovels and sprinkling bowls. Probably right. to like move around sacrifices and bless shit. Probably to fill whatever. with rupees. Yeah, some real, some real fucking pope shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. So, Haram made all this shit. He was a really good guy. They made it, it says, all out of clay molds that they casted in the plain of Jordan because I give a shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Really. <coughs> Excuse me. Great work. Uh, uh, so, yeah. And then it, it gives a quick list of some other things that he made. Uh, oh, it, it does mention that there was so much bronze used to make all this that they couldn't even weigh all of it. So they don't even know how much it was, which, of course, for a, for a Bible that gives so many goddamn stupid specifications. We don't know. Uh, I bet if we knew how much bronze was used, we could probably predict the end of days. If we just had that number, yeah, we could probably yeah, plug that's that the in. One that's, missing. that's why that's why they're always wrong is that they're missing the final the bronze number in the calculation. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into more numbers that we don't know here shortly, so let's not get. I guess we'll never you know. know. Yeah. Then describe some of the stuff that uh, we're also furnishing it. There was a gold altar, a golden table, an entire fucking golden table. So um, gaudy. Yeah, lampstands of gold, gold floral work, gold basins, I and see where the Persians get bowls. it. Yeah. I mean, this is just the thing. That's how they do it. It's like, yeah. It sounds like Dubai. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're like, like oh, probably I need an all-white Mercedes with gold rims. I'm like, God, you're such a fucking uh, godly person. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's just – isn't it kind of weird, though? That – that I don't know. That, that The Bible seems so focused on earthly things not mattering. I guess God's the <laughs> exception. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. I don't know. I mean, they, they mentioned – I don't think – Anti-materialism is really part of the messaging yet, if ever. I don't know what Jesus is going to do, but it sounds from what I've heard from people who are screaming at me from the you know from the the, the school quad, something about anti-materialism. But right now, it just seems like they're obsessed with collecting gold and robbing it from the Egyptians and plundering other people and taking their gold and and making sure that God's decked out and has gold teeth and fucking chains and just crazy shit. So I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just seems like God just, cares deeply about how much money they've got. Yeah, he's kind of a smog type yeah. character. I would describe. Yeah, I would describe God as kind of some kind of money grubbing dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could if you wanted to. He's just um, constantly making these deals, taking as much as he can. Yeah, very prosperity gospel. Yeah, yeah. And that is the end of chapter seven. I think it's we're going to call it today. We were able to build a t- okay. It took them seven years plus 11 years to build a temple, or right. 13 years, 20 total years to build a temple and a palace. 
We did it all in about an hour. Yeah. We're okay with this being a short episode because fuck this episode. If you ever get to skip one, I feel like if I could have skipped all the bits about the tabernacle, I would have done it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny, though, because if you're listening to this, it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> too late, idiots. You already know about You already know about God's favorite tent. But you know what? It is a piece of the puzzle of putting together your personal relationship with Christ. So <laughs> you got to look at it that way. Yeah, I know. I, 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 imagining people saying that seriously disturbs me. But uh, I get it every day. All right. So I let's, get it every I, fucking day. I, I actually um, read a little bit ahead, so I know a little bit more about some of the context. But I'm going to pretend I don't for this conversation. <laughs> But Good. I guess now, my question now is: Now we know it's a fraudulent conversation. <laughs> Go ahead. How much do you think God actually cares about this shit? Uh, real God or fake God? I, I don't know. What do you mean? Well, I mean, real God is if we're assuming that this is a real God who really is having all this done for him. Fake God is people came up with this and why did they put it in there? So I'm asking you, let's which do one? both. Let's do both. Let's first do, do we think God actually exists and gives a shit? And then we'll touch on is Solomon just doing this to like, you know, to flex on. Well, if this is, if this hell. is a real God, right. If, mm-hmm. if Elohim or whatever the fuck you want to call him, is the real God. And he, uh, and this, what's recorded here and what we've already read over the past couple of years now right. is true. Then, yeah, the guy's kind of a maniac. Um, he's obsessed with a lot of weird stuff, such as making sure the Egyptians never forget him. Right. You know, like all these weird things, obsessed with his glory, um, with uh, the way that he, the reverence that's shown to him, with his jealousy about them having anything before him. So, yeah, I think that this does, this is on, on tone for him, right? This is right. It, for him to have like kind of a, a egomaniacal, uh, yeah. Gold palace, yeah, some temple, kind of whatever. Bond villain lair. Yeah, yeah, it's on brand. Yeah, that's pretty. So, but then it for people, I think it's almost the same in that you, if you're the ruling class, mm-hmm. and in this case, that's going to be both Solomon and like the priests. You want something that awes the people, right? Right. Like you, you want them to be uh, so almost afraid of their power. Uh, now, the way to do that is to have, like, really cool uh, yachts. <laughs> Personal you know? planes. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Uh, gold toilets, whatever. Yeah, that's what the God tallest wants. building the tallest building in New York City, you know, whatever it may be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever lets people know you're close to God. Uh, that, yeah, that counts, yeah. 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 But, I mean, yeah, it's a status symbol that, that it keeps people in awe. It keeps them respecting, I think. They're, they see all that fucking gold. Or they even just hear about it. Maybe that gold never fucking existed. But it's written down. Because only the priests go in there, right? Uh, to the, right, where the gold yeah, would be. Yeah. They don't let the fucking dirty-ass goat-herding motherfucks in there. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. No, of course so not. So if, if they're able to be like, yeah, there's a shitload of gold in there, you'll never see it fucking cheap bitch you know <laughs> you you show up you bring me meat you're not allowed to even look inside yeah like you know how the vatican is apparently all full of gold and stuff probably not you don't think so it's probably just it's probably just fucking little boys ass corpses <laughs> little boy corpses scattered far and wide it's jerry said like, dusty's uh, basement in there i heard yeah yeah it looks like uh yeah just like a smorgasbord of that right okay great so yeah, you could. It's up to interpretation, I guess. Whichever one of those things you want to believe, real God or fake God. But <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do sometimes important. think about like those giant mega churches, you know. And you're like, why is this so big? You know, they're like, yeah, we got to have it. Like, obviously, the ceiling needs to be eighty fucking feet tall. 
you know, otherwise you won't really get into the God spirit. I need your fucking Well, you money. need space for the God cloud. Yeah. Duh. And if you think about it, they need the airplanes. Why is it? What was the guy that said? He needs the airplanes because, like, there's too many demons on commercial planes. Yeah, it's like Kenneth Coleman. He needs a private plane because the normal planes are a fucking cramped tube filled with demons. Yeah, just the, you know, the horrors of Babylon. The, those <laughs> shitty fucking middle class pieces of shit. Um, you can't even sit in first class. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd have to smell them as they walk past. That's true. You that's know, true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's just kind of... Sometimes it's interesting to take a step back and try to understand. I don't understand people that view this as like a historical text or that what sometimes I kind of wonder could this have happened? Is there is there magic in the world? Is there some like they're like hey by the way we need a house for God. God's going to live there as opposed to just the normal bullshit we deal with day to day where it's all just scams and bullshit and holy water to cure cancer that's actually tap water filled with AIDS. Like it's actually It's worse hard than to normal water. <laughs> Okay. It's hard to say whether or not there is magic in the world because we're not even in the world. This is a simulation. Right, yeah, so, of course. Like, do you real do you really think by random chance Italians would be made that they would be able to survive <laughs> like evolution? No, it doesn't make sense. Obviously they're a scripted NPC. Yeah. Designed they're the heel they're the they're the heel, yeah. the antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> Every game needs its villain, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why we're so anti-Italian, but yeah, it's fun. Um, uh, I don't know. What else? What else That's is there crazy. from this? So anyway, this so episode. God needed a house, and now he's got one. It's the Tabernacle Part Two. He's yeah, and it sucks compared to Solomon's house, but at least he's got something. Shut the fuck up, God. Yeah, chill out. Yeah. What's our Anyways, what's our Twitter uh, handle if now? If <laughs> Uh, we still don't really have – I haven't been using the new Twitter, and I have a hope that the old Twitter is going to get unsuspended because they finally just asked me for my email address, um, which is weird because they already had it, but I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully sometime soon that comes back. Uh, in the meantime, since we're not tweeting things, uh, you can follow – you can send us an email at revelationspodcast at gmail.com. We're taking all comers. <laughs> you know, whatever thoughts you have. Whatever, if you want to have us take this podcast in a completely different direction, and you send us an email, we might do it. Yeah, we might. Right? That's that's a factual statement. We might do it. We might do anything. Yeah. We might stop. We might. This might be our last episode. Yeah. Hopefully, we might become. Yeah, we might join like some sort of a weird liberation army. I've been thinking of killing myself. Mm